Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, companions, to The Lucky Die. Previously, Lafian wants to go to the library, Ra looks for Hathori Wamwa, Squash follows a friend, as Zoltana tests the limits. After sharing news of their experience with Kesa to their nearest and dearest, the heroes split up to complete errands and start their sentinel-given quest. Ra makes way to the prison to speak with Lindren, with Squash sneakily tailing him. Was that really pulled pork Pete? Is the librarian the same common as we met before? And will Lindra stay true to his word? I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to the Lucky Die. Sultana, you have met. What are you going to do? Nice to meet you. I think uh, when Sultana uh, arrives in the area where I am, I think Squash is like, I think Squash is in Lindren's office. Okay. And he's just going through the place a little bit better, looking if there's anything of interest, anything of note, anything to take. Mm. Anything to take? Uh... What kind of things are you looking for? Uh, like pretty much everything in this room has been trashed. There are like drawers and stuff that have been like obviously popped open with some sort of like either some sort of shiv or just like kicked apart. Um, from your previous investigations, there's not really a whole lot left in here. Oh. But at this point when you realize that there really isn't left in here, not even any decent alcohol or, or gin, um, there, there's nothing. Um, that's when you meet up with Sultana. Squash asks, acts a little surprised to see Sultana. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> I, <laughs> Sultana's like, all right, Squash, 
Where is he? <laughs> There's like a dumb smile across his face when he goes like, ah, <laughs> uh, he's around. He He's taking care of stuff. Let him do his thing. No. <laughs> why? Why? Not? Yeah, why? <laughs> because I'm worried that either Lindren's going to hurt Ral or Ral's going to hurt Lindren. And either way, we know the end of that. Lindren will be dead and he deserves it. You're not wrong. What is he here for? I think, if I understood him correctly, he's looking for an apology, but I might be way off. He broke into a prison to get an apology from the warden. Is that what you're telling me? No, she's... <laughs> no, I'm... I feel like you're judging other people's uh, search for closure when I don't think you have any place to judge. <laughs> What? Squaz <laughs> <laughs> is poking at the f- fact that you went on a murder rampage when you were looking for closure for your misdeeds, uh, m- more your misgivings. Oh yeah, when I murdered all when I when she murdered all those people because yeah, her wife yeah, was dead. Yeah, n- n- Now you're going like, oh, this makes no sense what Ral is doing yeah, when he wants she closure. She wasn't trying to get closure. She was just really angry. True. True. Okay. Okay. That's that's. What if uh, I'm just really angry? Shot. She wanted revenge rather than closure. <laughs> If if Rawl's here for revenge, you should have consulted me first, frankly. That's a lot of it. I gotta say that in character. If Rawl's here for, for revenge, you should have consulted me first. That's like my whole deal. I'm literally the goddess of that. True. I, I, I guess you have a point there. But do I see Ama? <laughs> nope. Ah, shit, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah uh, oh yeah if you think that Zoltana's not purposely being obtuse about things right now so that Amo has a chance to sneak off you are wrong uh, well Squash doesn't know for a fact Zoltana, that Amo's there so. Zoltana's saying her. things loud on purpose like yeah. what do you mean he's down in the basement <laughs> what Zoltana's like giving like a thumbs up behind her back to Amo like kind of like waving her on like, or well, she's like, she does like a hole and she's like, what? Okay. I won't go. I won't go bother him, but where is he? Uh, I'll stay here with you. I'll help you loot the room. I'm not looting the room. I was looking for <laughs> any <Sure>. fucking. <laughs> Cooled out. I think he went downstairs somewhere. I'm not 100% sure. He's. Lindren clearly lost uh, control of the place. Like, there's blood here. I'm pretty sure it's his. It's his office, and there's literally nothing worth stealing. I mean, there's nothing worth anything in here anymore. (laughs) Oh, so he's probably down by the solitary where we were. And then she, like, behind her back, like, does, like, a wave on to (laughs) Ama. (laughs) Squash. Uh, 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 yeah, I have to give it to you. Uh, as like you're having this conversation and like Zoltana's doing the, there's no way that Ama can pass past the doorway without you noticing her. So yeah, you just see like a flash of gold after like Zoltana waves her through. Um, 
What? Finally no, her. no. Mm. Sultana. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> what are we looking for? Honestly, something of value. Come on. Squash is headed for the only locked cupboard that we saw earlier. The only locked chest or shelf. Yes, uh, Zoltana, you would know this to be like the room that you very, very, very first came into when you first came to the prison. It's where you would have had your anti-magic uh, bracelet put on and where you would have, would have passed over all your gear before it got put into like storage. Um, so yeah, you, you know what this room is. You know what that cupboard is for. Um, Ral, what are you doing? Waiting for his acid <laughs> to eat the lock kind of folding his arms and he's pacing. He's clearly not excited. <laughs> and if anyone comes down, he like stands in front of the door lock so that they can't see immediately that it's sizzling away. <laughs> um, he doesn't look pleased feel, that he's in this position. You feel her presence before you see her. Uh, you just feel that thumping next to your heart. It, it's very clearly Ava that's arriving at this moment. And she she makes no secret of it. <laughs> well, gives What do her... you mean you're here to get an apology? What? Squash just said you were here to get an apology from, from the warden. What the hell are you doing here? I don't need an apology. What do I need an apology for? Because he hung you. He tried. I mean, he did fail because, you know. And she kind of like reaches out to you and like like reaches out to you and just like holds your shoulders and is like, okay, did you find him? Yes, I'm here. Shut up. <laughs> did you find him? Yes, he's there. Oh, wait. <laughs> did you apologize? <laughs> I'm not here for an apology. It's fine. What are you here for? I'm making sure that no one messes with you. That we have someone to uh, make sure that no one messes with us. And uh, that's almost, that's about it. <laughs> Take a, a persuasion uh, <laughs> roll with advantage. Is it a persuasion or a deception? Because I'm hiding something. Uh, no, I'm going to say score. persuasion. Because it's going to determine her, out, uh, her outcome. She probably knows you're holding something 19. back. No, no, 19. She kind of like reaches out and puts her hand against the side of your face, uh, very careful not to touch any of like the, the sore areas. And she says, you are so sweet. Hugs. <sighs> okay. So nobody is going to mess with us because you got this horrible person to help us, but he is in prison. Uh, Raw like st- st- uh, sidesteps and <laughs> shows her the lock. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, you just like see the lock as like kind of disintegrate. That perfect moment when you step aside, it just like clanks or drops or whatever it is. Is that perfect moment? <laughs> uh, no, he was just leaving to tell Opella that I didn't do it. And to help me out on another thing, yes? Yes. You're probably Uh, going to need to leave with somebody. We should probably 
Is there another way out? There is, but... There are probably a few people in the way. How? A lot less than walking out the front door. Okay, fine. Um, Do you think we should get Squash and Sultana? Yeah, I'll get them, don't worry. And uh, Raul does Tio. Tio time. Tio will go hey. get Sultana and Squash. Oh, make a theme for Tio, please. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just, <laughs> it's going to be like flutes, like lightning yeah. lilting. Every time Tio does anything, I it's the same song. I can't, guys. It's Tio's theme. Tio's theme. Come on. As you transfer your senses into Tio, um, you feel kind of like, even though most of your senses are in Tio, you can still feel your body a little bit and you can feel like Emma's hand, like hold on to yours and, you know, she's saying something, but you can't quite make it out. Um, however, Tio takes off um, along along this corridor up the steps. Uh, you can see the people talking and eating, um, like shouting over each other. You see a small scuffle breaking out in the courtyard and you fly with Tio into the administration wing. For the two of you who are in that room, you, I, uh, what are you doing? I said I was breaking into the where they store the stuff from the prisoners. Okay, so the the yes, there is uh, in this room there is another doorway which leads to where all of the prisoner stuff is stored. Mm-hmm. But you notice that when you were walking through, uh, like checking out the different places, that that area had basically been well and truly looted. Oh. Um, like many of the boxes were turned over. You can still investigate and have a look around for anything else. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought you said that it was like one uh, cupboard that had was looked like it had survived. Yeah, so the uh, so the like uh, initial room where the prisoners are taken to get their anti magic bracelets or anklets put on them, um, they go into the room that you are currently in. Mm-hmm. It kind of has a like a singular cupboard in there, and you can see that it has been like knocked over, and you can see like uh, a Zoltana would at least recognize anti magic bracelets and, and anklets and stuff. There is like a part of that which hasn't been opened. Mm-hmm. Um, you would assume because it's locked. Uh, you said that one part of it is still locked. Yeah, yeah. You you would assume so because you can't see any like um, you can't see any markings on it. Uh, like someone has tried to tool at it, which would well, you can draw your own conclusions mm. from that. Uh, investigation whether it's like magically locked or anything like that. Okay, yeah, go for it. That's uh... oh come on. What do you mean? Oh, come on. It's a 29. <laughs> uh, it, it, because I'm down to one screen. Uh, okay, 29, yeah. God damn it. Uh, on the 29, um, as you kind of like run your fingers over like the front, the side, uh, underneath it, as you run your fingers over it, you can tell that the front of it is definitely spelled. There's some sort of trap here. Hmm. Is this movable or is it like a part of a bigger unit? Um, like the entire unit has been knocked over, uh, so you could take the whole unit, but you would probably want you'd have to like you, you'd struggle to carry it out. Of course, um, of Zoltana course. probably less, but you would. Yeah. Um, you could try breaking it down into pieces around the places where it's like magically protected. I guess. Uh, no, no. <laughs> uh, like squash just gives up on the idea. Like once there's magic involved, it usually means that squash can't get into it. 
Okay. Wouldn't that be kind of his experience? Uh, well, the last time you dealt with a magical trap, you hid under a bed and took no damage, so... That was funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's magically trapped, but not magically locked. That would be hmm. your guess. I am curious. I am very curious what you're hiding in this. <laughs> and I think I'm just gonna let my curiosity run here. I want to try no, to pick no, the lock. No, no. Okay. Uh, Sultana, are you going to stop him? Uh, do I feel like it's a bad idea for him to pick the lock? I will leave that down to your own judgment. <laughs> nah, let him do it. I'm going to go where those anti-magic bracelets are and I'm going to pocket a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. So some of them have fallen yeah. out of this cabinet onto the floor. So you can definitely grab a couple. I'm going to say yeah. that you have like four of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we'll deal with those when they come up. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, yeah. Sultana has picked those up. She's kind of like scrabbling around at your feet, picking a few of these up, Squash, as you try and pick this lock. All right. What is a, a pick-lock thing? Is it just a sleight of hand, or...? Uh, sleight of hand, thieves' tools. All right, that's a 26 sleight of hand. Uh, you have thieves' tools, right? Uh, I should have thieves' tools. I'm the... Are you trained in it? Oh, yeah, you should, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you should yeah, definitely yeah. be trained in tools, it. Tools, thief tools, Do you have yeah. expertise in it? Ah, no, I do not. So negate uh, a draw five from that roll. So it's 21. Okay, take a dexterity saving throw. Oh Sultana, you will also need to do one. Oh. Good. Excited. Oh. <laughs> the prison explodes. Sexy. <laughs> no, it's not a good roll. Tio's going to walk no, in the it room and it's going to explode. Uh, I rolled a 17. <clears throat> I rolled a 15. Okay. You both fail. Oh, boy. Did we heal it all from last season? Mm, no. Nope. Okay, just wondering. Yeah. Oh, too many. That sounds like way too many dice. Yeah, that was one too many. Uh, I took out the highest one because I was kind. Um, you both take 30 fire damage as you pop open this lock and you hear a whoosh um, and a crackling of energy and you just erupt into flames. Um, yeah. You both take 35 damage. What in the name of me What was that? <laughs> uh, my bad, my bad. I never know how this magic stuff works. Everything explodes around here. Oh my God, Squash. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We gotta get you like a way to, I don't know, detect magic. I would love to. I, 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 I seem to be able to like stop spells, but I have to see the person that's casting it. I can't, I'm not getting it. We gotta we gotta talk to balance. I bet we could find you like some kind of way to you know detect but magic. I feel like we're being distracted from the real prize. And Squash pulls out the uh, pulls out whatever he's just opened. <laughs> um, within it, you find a very delicate silver chain. 
Um, on this chain, there are a couple of runes that have been engraved into it. You also see that it has um, some of the links have been replaced with a dark stone. You would assume probably some sort of onyx. Um, and the clasp isn't done up, but it looks like one of those that you would just clip into place. Um, this is definitely magical and you would recognize it kind of being similar, but not the same in design to the anti-magic bracelets. Yeah. Interesting. Well, don't put it on. I mean, yeah, don't put it on. <laughs> Just uh, don't worry. I still have the patented thick gloves you guys were going to make me remove Glencarrot's uh, brace, uh, <laughs> necklace with. That will surely f- save me from all the evil magic in the world. Jesus. I I'm mean, still Sultana. upset you, you guys ended up giving me thick gloves to deal with the magic. <laughs> He's still bitter about it one season later. <laughs> um, at this point, I'm going to say Tio has turned up. <laughs> oh, look, it's Tio. I think in that moment, uh, the chain just disappears into a random pocket. <laughs> just a habit. Like somebody came in to distract. Just gone. <laughs> they look a bit singed, Tio. <laughs> Ah, uh, 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 Tio waves, looks at you curiously, and then runs off. Runs off uh, a short ways, takes a couple steps, and then look, turns back to look as if they're trying to see if you're following. They're clearly trying to get you to follow. Oh, okay. Well, I'll follow. Ah, uh, don't don't leave me alone. Squats well, come on. Some kind of, and then Tio starts <laughs> leading. It's just like the worst buddy cop movie. It's hilarious. We're the greatest buddy cop movie. Zoltana and Squash. <laughs> Amazing. Truly the most iconic <sighs> duo. Name an, a duo more iconic than Zoltana and Squash, really. More common wise. I don't know who that is. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it's like learning. a pop culture reference that I'm not familiar with. Guess I'm going to have to Google it and learn all about it so that I can weaponize it. Weaponize uh, it. Weaponized pop okay, culture um, is my top stat. Uh, okay. So the pair of you and Tio meet back up with uh, Raal and Ama. Okay. And Lindren. Oh, cool. I'm going to punch Lindrin in the face immediately. Okay, could you take an attack roll? Absolutely, I can take an attack roll. He doesn't want to be punched in the face by you. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. What should I roll? Because I, I only have my swords and my hand axes, but I want to do an unarmed punch. Uh, just roll a strength, because you're not proficient in unarmed, right? I'm not. That's yeah, a 13. No, just a strength. I think it's one plus your strength modifier if it's just an unarmed punch. Because you're not proficient, you don't get a d4. You only get the d4 if you're a tavern brawler or something. Where's the... Oh, yeah, d- something like well, that. Yeah, the... so I think it's one plus your strength. What d4? And if it isn't, it should be one plus your strength, so... Oh, for damage? I'm yeah. very... Con- so whatever okay. your strength bonus is. Uh-huh. So... So six damage. Damn. Okay. Uh, you punch him square in the face and he just puts a hand up to his nose, which is now bleeding. You feel a, a satisfying crack. And he, he looks down at you and he says, oh, What on earth was that for? 
fucking guess. <laughs> you hung me, you piece of shit. And now right. I ain't shackled by your shit, so I can hurt you all I want. You're that dwarf, right? Actually, okay. I actually need him to do something, so we were just leaving. Well, okay, I won't kill him right now, but uh, <laughs> I will fucking, I will fucking find you. <laughs> she she gets like a real serious look on her face, and she's like. <laughs> That punch was not a good enough revenge for me. You were a just... You're a dick, Lindren. You're a dick. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that before. Right. If you want me to get out of here without being taken down by everyone else around here, we need to get into the morgue and break out that way. The what? Raw gets nervous. I'm going to make a con save. <laughs> it's a 14. Yes. Um, your nose does a little bit of unhappiness. Um, Ra reaches over, uh, Amo reaches over the little bit of cloth and just kind of like wipes the excess away. Um, and she says, okay, where is this morgue? Let's, we probably need to disguise you, right? Because... You stand out a little bit, and I think I'm not wrong. Every single person here hates you. Well, we give him a black eye, first of all. <laughs> uh, you, did, you broke his nose. I think that is a good start. Yeah, and then I give him a black eye, and then uh, we ruffle up we rough up his hair, shove him in some dirt, and uh, and then we disguise him. <laughs> And then we leave through the morgue. (laughs) (laughs) I think we can probably just go with some sort of disguise. That's not nearly as fun for me. But I think somewhat more conducive to me actually helping you. I think you're going to help Raul regardless because he broke you out. And, uh... If you're not going to, I'm happy to call the double ones down here. (laughs) I think that we can probably just try and leave and take whatever we find from the morgue. I think that's a a good option. Um, Wait a minute. This way then. (laughs) Zoltana. I just called you Zoltana. Wow. I'm very, I'm having heat problems today. I'm so dumb today. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, Volanda. (laughs) Yeah. Does Lindren... Do magic. Not that you are aware of. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have magic. You're just not aware if he does. I'm going to turn to Lindren and be like, okay. Does he have a bracelet on? No, he does not. So fair, completely fair uh, truce, right? For now, truce. I'm not sorry for punching you in the face, but Let's let's have a truce, and and she she stretches out her her hand to shake it with him. Take a persuasion roll. <laughs> I think I know what you're doing. Oh, I think you know what I'm doing. Rawl is saying under his I breath. I highly approve of this. Rawl is saying under his breath, like this is why I wanted to come alone. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Fair. It's okay, your friends. We worry about you. Uh, he tentatively puts a hand out and shakes your hand. I bring my other hand up and slap an anti-magic bracelet on his wrist. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, you see it lock and you do see it glow very, very slightly. Um, you have inhibited something here. <laughs> then Zoltana just cackles and starts walking towards the morgue. <laughs> Let me hold on. Let me do my best witch cackle. I'm not very good at it, but <laughs> um, I told you I'm not a good, I'm not a cackler. That's great. <laughs> we need to get some Cassie no, in here. No, that's exactly how Sultana would t- cackle. Yes, cackle yes. with an accent. It's real good. Yeah, um, <laughs> cacklesent. Yeah. You see him look down and just like shake his head and he says, well, this is going to cost me. And uh, he (laughs) makes his way out of the room. He leads you out past the solitary cells. He leads you to the end of the corridor and turns left. Up ahead, you can see that there is uh, like a guard room. You know this was here. This is where people could run from to immediately come and deal with, you know, you lot being in solitary if there was a problem. Not that there really was, but sometimes. And you can see that there are three double ones in there and they are kind of talking to themselves, uh, talking to each other, playing a game of cards. And uh, Lindrin kind of takes a step back so he's no longer in along that corridor, no longer seen by them. And he says, through there is the entrance to the morgue. And from there, we can leave. Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, Rock walks in the room. (laughs) (laughs) You walk into the room. There are three double ones there. Each of them have... um, One of them... Sorry. Two of them have short swords and one of them has a rapier. Um, All three of them are dwarves and they're wearing, you know, pieces of armor. Um, You can see that one of the tattoos is fairly fresh and you recognize him as an ex-guard. Like he was a guard when you were here. He's now one of them. Uh, Yeah. I think... Yes, this guy's name is legitimately Pete. (laughs) (laughs) Is his name legitimately Pete? No, is, is that his, you're the is, worst. Is that his gang name? His, his, no. The other. <laughs> you said there were three, right? Can one of them should be repeat, and the other one should be not a repeat? Oh no! This joke has been made. I am ninety nine percent sure. I am nothing if not a fount of reused jokes. I feel like this this pun run is petering out, so we should just. Be oh no! <laughs> yeah, not a lot of peak puns. For Pete's sake, guys, puns. come on! I'm sitting here <sighs> waiting. <laughs> yeah so one of them is uh, a former guard that you recognize as pete who is a bald mostly hairless dwarf and the other two are um, definitely double one prisoners that you recognize from back in the day hmm. okay raw has like almost no hp <sighs> and <laughs> i know it didn't stop me from coming in here so um hmm. nope <laughs> Yeah, Raul goes in and uh, 
act, he acts like he's just going to the morgue. He's going to open that door. His plan is to get through the room and open the door so that everyone else can get through it very quickly. Okay. Um, as yeah, as you make your way across this room, um, the former guard like reaches out and and he says, "Why? Why? 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 Don't I recognize you? You're Rao. We hung you. You fucking tried, didn't you? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? My own business. You should leave it, maybe." No, 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 no. You're not supposed to be here. Mm. We've got, like, orders and whatnot that you're not supposed to be here, you or any of the other two. Hmm. From who? You know, from the boss. Who's the boss? All right, boys, just get him. Hour of reaping. All right, well, first we're doing initiative. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Squash, what did you get? Ten. There we go. <gasps> I got a natural Sultana, 20. what did you get? Natural 20. Ba, 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 ba. Doesn't Squash and get Ralph, advantage or some bullshit for his initiative? Oh, he wait. does, yes. Shit, yeah. Yeah. You have Aha, this, yes. now I know how to play your character. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew I'd get there. All right, 15. We're all, all right, it. that doesn't pl- move you or initiative at all. And Ral got a... 23. Fantastic. Ral, hour of reaping, I'm guessing. Yep. Okay, um, one of the guards that is not a Pete, um, he runs just like straight, like, oh, he can't run past you, can he? He can't run towards you. Uh, Ral was making his around. way to the door wherever that was, so if it was adjacent then Yeah, you wouldn't by, have made it but, there yeah. um, So for them, the only option is to go through the morgue uh, You see him run oh. to the door, open it and just run as far as he can into this dark room um, The other two, however are not frightened by you Okay um, Okay Yeah, I think that's all that I can <laughs> do That's an action, I believe uh, what is bonuses? Okay. Bonuses. bonuses. I, uh, I think you can bonuses. use your bonuses as a monk to do some hiding, riding, jumping stuff. I don't uh, really remember exactly. I'm going to do, yeah, I'm going to use a key. I don't know how many key points I've used today. Ooh. Well, we did just level up, didn't we? Level up? No. Level up, we level didn't. Up. Okay. Good no. try. You though, haven't had I a long rest that. since the last time we played. Yeah, I can't remember how many, but I know I had at least one. So are you saying that we don't get to start on an extra level for season two? Wow. Nope. Rude. You have not slept since season two. <laughs> He's going to use his evasion thingy. Okay. Um, great. Sultana. Uh, you just hear you just hear Pete yelling, get it, boys. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to run in and, and hit him with a, with a truly great great sword. Okay. Did I do two or three? I did three. <laughs> I, th- I, I think you do two as like your uh, like normal and extra attacks. Yeah. So the first one is a 14 and that one fails to connect. But your 26 does hit. Who would you want to like smack down? Uh, let's just go with Pete. All right. Fuck Pete. In which you do 
two damage plus 11 slashing damage plus three wrath damage. Yeah. Oh, no, you're not wrathing it. Uh, plus seven smite. Uh, sorry, seven improved smite. So in total, you do 20 damage. Oh, Great. I should also be raging. I'll, I'll start raging after. <laughs> that's okay. You have to get the first hit in and then remind yourself to be raging. Like, that's, that's just the Zoltana way. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pete is looking officially bloodied. Uh, he doesn't look great. Squash. Uh, yeah. I think... Hmm. The plan was to get through the um, morgue. Uh, there was like an exit somewhere there. Yes. All right. I think Squash is just going to grab the other side of the, um, uh, the anti-magic bracelet that Lindren has on him. And he's just going to charge at the, the, the morgue door and try to get through there. <laughs> so you're trying to drag Lindren with you? Yeah. I'm trying to get Lindren out of there. Raul, for some reason, wants him or needs him. So that's what Squash is going to do. Okay, uh, Lindren is all for this. Uh, are you using just your 35? Are you using 70? What's your what's your speed plan here? Uh, I want to like move at the speed that Lindren can because Lindren's hurt. Uh, well, he only got a broken nose. Uh, <laughs> okay, he's been, he's been in prison for a day or two with people that probably don't care much for him. So I'm assuming he only yeah, has 30 movement speed, or maybe less, but whatever. Yeah, he only has 30, yeah. yeah. So Squash is going to move at 30 and just charge into the morgue and then like, okay, Lindren, come on, come on. Right, yes, yes. But move aside, prisoners. As you charge 60 feet, uh, basically, through mm-hmm. this room, uh, you've made it to the door with Lindra, and I'm going to say that's, that's kind of where you are. All right. Makes sense, I guess. It does mean I still have okay, my action, it... though, if I only move 60 feet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to fairy fire the two dudes. Okay. The ones that are sure. still fighting. Sure. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay. Click the button for that so I can read what you're doing. All right. Oh, damn it. There you go. Uh, each object is outlined in a color. Pick a color. Um, green. Green. Okay. Okay. Um, in that case, I also need Zoltana and Ral to make dexterity saving throws. I am, of course, throwing this so I catch as few friends as I can. <laughs> because I get to choose. Uh, then you pick one of them. Let's say uh, Ral, because he, I know he has a higher chance of getting out of this. 18. Ta-da! Plus Sultana's. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, so, yeah. Raul, Raul doesn't care about this whatsoever. Um, let's say Pete, because screw Pete. Uh, Pete is lit up in uh, a green glow. Um, <laughs> he is now easier to hit. <laughs> and the other dude? Uh, the other dude passes. Ah, boo. Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay, alrighty then. Um, Pete, uh, the guard that you managed to effectively fear is still running through the morgue. You just don't know where. Uh, you did a good number on that one. Uh, Pete is going to pull out his short sword and he is going to attack Coral. Uh, it's a disadvantage because you have dodge, right? Uh, yes. Yes, of course. Natural one. Oh. So one strike oh. goes completely wide. <laughs> um, let's do a second attack. Oh, yeah. 
and the second attack just kind of like does a thing where it goes really close to your neck but you kind of lean back a little bit so it just completely misses you um god i hear you um and the other guy is now going to attack you as well no that's a miss that's a success short sword i think is a d8 right Ah, it's a 1d6. Okay. And you take five slashing damage. Oh, no. Well, I was going to say, Raw has 12 hit points total, (laughs) uh, which definitely puts him bloodied. However, I don't know. We weren't really doing that before, so I'll say that now it's probably kicking and who knows. (laughs) Uh, things are looking rough uh, uh, as Raul takes uh, some damage. Um, yeah, Raul, things get super weird in here. Like, you've been just surviving on adrenaline and all the strange things that have been happening. This really gets to you now. And as you're beginning to fight this, the walls begin to, like, fade away and turn into smoke. You begin to see the ground turn into some metal that has been corroded by acid, so it's kind of boiling in places. You can see that the enemies around you are all just outlined in this strange green glow, every single one of them, the two of them. Um, no, I guess you would see five of them because you have your three companions in the room. They all turn into a strange green glow, so you can't see their features very well. They are just green lights that are attacking you. Um, good job, Ralph. Great. Good job. Should I make a save? Great. No, no, you <laughs> okay. have to live with this now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have to live with this. This is your own machinations. <laughs> uh, I forgot to roll for Amos. So I'm putting her in with the guards. Uh, Ama rushes forward and she throws a dagger oh 19 to hit uh, she's throwing it at pizza that should be an advantage let me do that again <gasps> <laughs> god damn <laughs> oh boy okay okay um, was, that, was that sneak attack that was a, a sneak attack and a crit on her throwing a dagger. Um, I should have made a throw at the other one because she would have killed him instantly. Uh, okay. Don't make sure you double the sneak so attack damage. She got, yep. She has... 7 plus 2 is... Nine. The 9. It makes a con save. Pete fails, so it takes 7 poison damage. The poison damage should actually be uh, double dice as well. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Now I'm just going to roll 2d10 here. Alright, so in total she's currently done 12, 14, 16 damage. Jeez. 16 plus 12 is 28. Ouch. <laughs> wow. Plus uh, 48 damage from the sneak attack. Wow. Uh, Pete was well and truly dead the first time she hit him. Wow. <laughs> and she okay. would have. Basically, she has enough damage to kill them both. <laughs> but she doesn't, so Pete just goes down with Super this dagger dead. in his neck. Um, oh my goodness. Just hits the deck, uh, unable to do much. Uh, okay. Um, she just runs into the room and yanks the dagger out of his throat. Um, cool. Cool. Ama finally did something. I'm so proud. <laughs> Committed a murder She's in front of the sleep, person that tried you know. to hang me from murder. Good job, Ama. Good job, Ama. 
Good job. He's distracted by being pulled away by Squash. It's, it's That's fine. That's just why I wanted to do this alone. <laughs> I swear to Christ, Raul, I was doing my absolute best so you could do this alone. But I'm getting played like a fucking fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is now Raul's go. Pete's dead. Uh, one of the green glowy orbs has disappeared. And you see another one rushing into its place that's much larger and much taller. Okay. Um... Shit. Yeah, I think that Rawl is overwhelmed by the amount of no hit points he has. And <laughs> um, the only things he has a single target. And I don't want to just really pick anybody. I could breath weapon. Do it. Yeah, Rawl gets scared in breath weapons at <laughs> the green things. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to need Sultana, the remaining guard, and Ava to make Dex, uh, oh dexterity saves. I'm trying saves, to think right? if he would even do this. Is he really scared enough to just, like, be that reckless? <laughs> uh. Possibility. Ava makes it. Okay, good. Yeah, the guard does not. Good. I don't know if Zoltana has made it, but I think that your save is more than 11, right? Yeah. It's oh, no, Zoltana gets a plus, uh, plus four. three or four from your charisma, right? So I have 15. Yeah, so you get a 15. <laughs> it's a 16. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Uh, the remaining guard takes 10 acid damage, and Zoltana, I'm afraid you also take 10 acid damage. Oh. Fine. Just Ooh. as just fine. <laughs> as as Aima just kind of dodges out of the way, looking very confused. Um, Sultana. Uh, oh, Ral, is there anything else you want to do? You have bonus. Mm-hmm. No, no. He's scared. He's gonna back up. So. Okay. Okay, that's Try fine. Try to get away um, from all the green things. Corner himself a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, no, right, you kind of back up, like, you feel uh, like an invisible wall of force, which is stopping you from going back any further, because so far as you're aware in your vision, you can't see yeah. any walls. Yeah. Um, this is super not good. Okay, uh, Zoltana, it is now your go. Um, I'm going to try and true just attack him again. All right. Uh, do some attacks. I think I'll give a couple to uh, repeat over there instead this time. I think I get advantage, right? Because I have the... No, uh, your rage gives you extra damage, I think. I don't think it allows you to uh, attack with advantage. Oh, uh, no, this one passed his glowy green stuff. Uh, 26 to hit is 2 plus 13, that's 15, plus another 10 from the Divine Wrath and Improved Smite. So that is 25 on your second hit. The first one goes wide. Nice. That's nice. it. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. This one is looking truly effed up. Uh, take an intimidation roll. 21. Uh, Tian, if you're listening, thank you for these dice, but also... <sighs> How dare you? How dare! Um... 
you can see that the 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 last dwarf standing throws his uh, short sword on the ground and just like puts their hands up and says, "Um, I'm sorry, I won't attack you. I'll, I'll, ba- I'll back up. You can you can go through. I won't tell anyone. I saw nothing. I promise." Squash. What do you want to do? I'm taking Lindrid to the morgue. I wasn't gonna murder these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you find yourself in a morgue. Um, there are a couple of tables here um, which are big enough to, to lay people on should the worst happen. There is a cabinet in the corner underneath what looks like kind of a hole. Uh, with your now dark sight, you can see that there is a, a like a hole in the ceiling, but it's it's very difficult to see unless you know it's there and it's directly over where this cabinet is. So if you were to presumably climb on the cabin and climb up you would go through something however on your right hand side you can very easily see um, a set of stairs to go up and you can see the dwarf that pegged it earlier just has thrown those doors open and then they're still running um, you can hear the sounds of screaming and yelling about death being everywhere and the guards who had gone slightly quieter have now just riled back up thinking that death is walking amongst them um, uh, these people are not going to sleep for months no <laughs> There's going to be, like, uh, ghost stories about this place for next decade, minimum. Yes, absolutely there is. Um, yeah, uh, Lindrin said, like, I'm assuming I like I can see the exit, but Squash is just letting Lindrin yeah. kind of, like, like once Squash pushes him in that room, or once Squash leads him into the room, Squash is just going to let him, like... Ah. I need to get something to cover my... And he rushes over to the corner and opens up the cabinet and he pulls out like a couple of like spare overalls or, uh, you know, and, and you know, a couple of sheets and whatever. Mm. And he just very quickly changes into one. So that's basically his action, his entire move. Like that's everything he can do this round. Yeah. Uh, Squash is basically just going to use his turn to find a, like a, a well-hidden spot. So if somebody comes running through the door, he can just snipe them. Yeah, I'm gonna say you can just do that. Like, yeah. sure, you, you're absolutely able to do that. Um, okay, it's now the guard's turn. Uh, the guard has surrendered and thrown the weapon down, so they do nothing. Um, Ama sees him throwing the weapon down, decides better of throwing the dagger at them, um, puts it away, and heads over towards Ral, who is seeing nothing but a giant green glow hitting in his direction. Um, that's 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 basically their go. So now it's Ral's turn. <laughs> Oh no, but you're going to make me attack Ama. <laughs> uh, you you hear kind of like echoing yeah. someone is trying to say something, but you can't really make it out. They can see these hallucinations, yeah. Uh, yeah, like the. Like I'll Sultana. tell you what Ral's going to do. Oh no. Because Ral was going to do this anyways. Okay. Ral's going to try to focus in how scared he is, and he's going to focus particularly on the spot where you said he felt a lot of pain when he was made a specter. He's going to try to use the fact yeah. that he's a specter now to slip into the stalking easier. He's going to try to just go to <laughs> the stalking. You want to break on through to the other side. Fade away. Yeah. Maybe there I can make sense of anything. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um, I basically decided that I had... I had decided... I had accidentally lost track of when the last time you had used this ability was... Ooh. of breaking through because fade away is more the get hit disappear um oh, you're breaking right. through Shit. deliberately decided to go there hit. yeah 
I decided to reset it because I kind of lost track of exactly okay. when it was because well, it was during sense, some skips and not. Well, now he has his little <laughs> specter mark, so he's going to try anyways because now he might be able to yes. slip in a little bit differently. Okay, let's figure out what your role was. Uh, we have it written down here somewhere. I think it was a wisdom. Uh, yes, I believe you're right. Is it a save or just a regular roll? Uh, it's just a regular roll. Ugh. 16. Ah. <laughs> Persuasion plus proficiency mod. <laughs> oh. It's a persuasion? Yep, I found it. Yep, I found it. Plus proficiency? Okay, well, <laughs> you it's were trying plus the to same for wisdom the... anyways. So it would still be a 16, yeah. just plus 5 with proficiency. So 21. That's great. Then you make it through. Um, in this realm... You see your spectre friend nearby. You see him exactly as he is. There's no more terrifying version of him unless he was wearing, I don't know, a sombrero or like shorts and sandals. I don't know. Um, Like, it's just, you can't make him any scarier than he is. So it's somewhat familiar to you. Um, And he reaches out and he holds onto your shoulder and he says, Just take a breath. You're going to be fine. Hey, spectre. Hi. Just take a breath. The things that you see are not real. Just trust in them just for a moment. How are you doing, Ralph? Um. Hmm. Well, uh. Fine for now. Um. I'm going to be a spectator later. That's fun. I know. <laughs> Raul kind of is start starting to like look around more, calm himself down a bit. I think you'll enjoy it for a while, and I'll make sure that I can mentor you through as much of this. And then you get thrown no, back wait, into the room. No, wait. One more question. <laughs> no. Ah. Bobby. Okay, quick. Quick. Do I get another? That's, that's okay. not a question. Go on, real quick. Uh, Inspector. Yes. Can you show me how to do the hourglass thing? Maybe just for Emma. Can I see? And he like is hourglass like looking thing. to Spectre's arm, like where the hourglasses show up when he looks at people's hourglasses. Oh, you want to see how long someone has left before they die? Yeah, specifically, he wanted to know if he could like oh figure out how to do this. Oh boy! <laughs> and he was asking to keep track of Amos. <laughs> You get thrown back into the real world. (laughs) That's a question I will deal with on another day. Okay, good job. Uh, I'm just going to say you're just kind of invisible for this round until uh, Zoltana decides what she wants to do with the remaining person. I'm going to... He wants to leave, right? Yeah, he's he's surrendering. Let him go. Just... I'm gonna like be like, okay, okay, well you better not say anything, and I'm gonna like walk walk past him. <laughs> In that case, you're out of initiative. Um Zoltana, can you please? And she points to Ral, who's like bleeding. You're suddenly seeing like the swollen eyes, like the the arm that's not moving quite as well as it should be. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm gonna walk over to He's calmed down to where he's not like attacking things that approach him. 
but he's just kind of dealing yeah. right now. And uh, he did disappear for a second as Amos started walking <laughs> over. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm going to walk over to Rawl and how badly did you get hurt, dude? I have uh, not, uh, I'll, if I get hit once more, I'll probably go down. I'm going to restore, I'm going to lay on hands for 20 points. Woo, okay. So now all I have is five left. I'm also looking real beat up, by the way, because out of my 111 oh. health, I'm at 25. <laughs> hey, not far off from me. Hey, health buddies, I got 25 too. Hey. hey. I want to go back and sleep <laughs> for like forever. <laughs> okay. I need, uh, so you all meet up in the morgue and you can see the exit. Um, and Amy says, okay, if there are people running around outside, we need to get through this quickly and as quietly as possible. I can probably help some of you get through here. I'm pretty stealthy myself and I think you are too. And she looks down at Squash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Sultana, just, uh, <laughs> just try your best and I will try and cover for you. Clank, clank, clank. <laughs> I think your boots make them clank less. <laughs> I was about to say you do have the boots of anti clank. I'm wearing them. So they should be it should be literally the first uh the first one. Okay. Okay, um I'm going to need a group stealth check, please. Alrighty then. That sounds like my forte. I rolled a twenty-eight. Squash. I rolled a twenty-five. Stealth. Aima also rolled a twenty-five stealth. <sighs> I got a 10. <laughs> uh, Lindrin also failed, but three of you succeeded. So that's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting you idiots out of this. <laughs> so every time like Sultana goes to clunk a little bit, Amy just like kind of kicks the back of your foot into an area which is like full of less like dirt and stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as Lindrin stumbles, like Squash can like help write him or, uh, you know, Amy... Um, Ralph just kind of nudge him in a direction. Um, you managed to make it out of this. Are you going through the front ex- uh, front door or are you just going to go over a wall? I think we're following Lindgren, right? Yeah. Then in that case, Lindgren would take you out through the front. Like, he he has no other options. Um, All right. Okay. You've successfully done what I wanted you to do in season one. Good job. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to leave the five of you there. Uh, um Okay, Laffian. Is it me? So it me. The pair of you are, and along with the librarian, are working on reading this kind of tome. Um, the librarian is looking at the very old map. It's very crumbly, and it takes like a delicate touch. You can see that they're wearing like um, like soft gloves as they're holding onto it and reading through it, um, cross referencing dates and names and places. Like as you shout them out, they try and figure out where it is on this very old map um, compared to like a newer one, which they also managed to pull out. Uh, I would like you to roll an investigation with advantage, please. This is essentially you and Kythea figure out some information. Okay. 21. Okay. With a 21, you can ask me... I will give you a thing and then you can ask me a specific question. Okay. Does that sound fair? Okay. So, Brad Grimlock. <laughs> uh-huh. Such a good name. The 
biography of Brad Grimlock. He was a dwarven scholar from before the Great War with the Lich, uh, the Dracolich. They they seem to have studied texts of old, texts that were carved into stones when they were first made. The places, four different places across all of Bikron, where things were written in the language of the Sentinels. They said it looked suspiciously like their language, but then the world wasn't all that old when they were around. It tells tale of how to make the world. He spent years doing this. He dedicated his life to figuring out what each of these pillars were, figuring out what each of these stones left behind meant, where they go, where they guided you to. Each of the texts that he wrote about, he mentioned a place, and the last of his biography, the last thing that anybody ever knew about him, was that he had sailed to the one place that was common across all four tablets, a place called Gieta. Fuck. As I check my map for This is why I gave you the information before I allowed you to ask me a question. (laughs) That's real far away. Yeah, the only thing that balance, uh, sorry, the only thing that Lafian would really know is that Gieta is somewhere to the north. Um, and we used to have trade deals with them. Yes, you also have that treaty. Um, you, you do have that. Um, but as for actually knowing where it is, you wouldn't even begin to know enough to tell a mage how to get there if they had a teleport spell. Is it on the map? It is on the map, but that's not necessarily the best guide for uh, a mage to get to a place because okay. they have to be able to visualize it. All right. So to make sure I understand, so this guy found that there were four pillars in the world mm-hmm. that were written in like the Sentinels' language, but it seemed similar to their language. Yeah, it's fairly similar to Dwarven, uh, like but like really old Dwarven, which for him would have been ridiculously old in context, I guess, because right. he's you know. Yeah. And all of the information that he had about those pillars was that it pertained to something with creating worlds. Yes, uh, specifically the creation of this world. Okay. Um like his biography spoke about how long he had sent he had spent like researching these things, trying to figure out how the worlds worked, um how this world in particular worked. Um for him, that was something he dedicated his life to. Um, just the creation of worlds, the creations of everything around. He wanted to know how it worked from a mechanical point of view. Okay. And he only knew the location of one pillar, which was in Gieta. He knew the location of the four of them, but each of the pillars spoke about Gieta. So from four sources, four pillars, he realized that there was something in Gieta and that's where he went as the last entry in this biography that anybody wrote about him. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, Laughing just turns to Kathy and is just like, well, the information's good. The actual location, he kind of just shrugs. I don't really know how to get there. We have that treaty, but don't know if there are people I, living there or how to get there. 
I don't know, we could try and look for some descriptions of Gita and maybe give it to a mage and hope that they could teleport us there. We could try and charter a boat, I guess, and... I mean, there must be people who have been there or something in the treaty about how to get there. Or maybe it's just, you know, something legal about trading corn or something. I, I don't know. What did I... Because on my character sheet, it shows that I don't have the Book of Treaties anymore. What did I do with it? Do you remember? I, I think uh, I, I gave think it... I have it. <laughs> oh. I think I feel has okay, it. Okay, <laughs> you know, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, why don't we take a look at the treaties then, see if there's anything there that might give us a clue. And worst case scenario, then we might need to see if we can get somebody to take a leap of faith teleporting us there. That's going to hurt. Yeah. Reckless teleporting I'm... hurts. I'm worried because if they don't know where they're going, they can't visualize it, then we could end up really far off course. We may not even end up being together. I I, I say we. I, I don't have to come along. Um, I would like to, but I still have things I gotta do. Anyway, we could try and chat about treaties. Okay, let's, let's look at the treaties. Um, she opens up the book um, and the, the print is like really fine. It's like really tiny. So she like kind of like ask, uh, ask the librarian common for like a reading glass and like the, together they set it up. They have like candles around so it's easier to read. Uh, the sun is beginning to do that thing where it begins to dip a little bit. And it's getting a little dark in here. Um, the librarian um, casts a very simple cantrip of lights, um, so it's a little easier to see what's going on, but it's still very flickery in this in this um, library. And she begins to to read through it. Um, it's probably a bit in time. Uh, you begin to feel a little bit hungry, a little bit thirsty, all the good stuff, but she seems to be intent on this reading, lost in what she's doing. Um, and eventually she says, okay, okay, um, there's... I think I found something. Um, could you, could you look up? Uh, make sure I try and pronounce this right. Um, as I frequently move all of my screens so I can see my goddamn map. Um, <laughs> okay, there, there's a, there's a, um, there's a port here called Colfor Enbiad. Gesundheit. Uh, Thank you. Uh, okay, I better spell this out. Um, C U L F O R E. Wait, 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 and there's a dash, and then B Y D. V, remember how we had that discussion where just because you write something down doesn't mean you shouldn't say it out loud first? Uh, yeah, um, but that's like I can't even read this. This isn't like old dwarf. Give me a break, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is we're running all over again. <laughs> it looks good no, on paper. Call for and biad. I don't know why you find that. This is call for. I have another place that's even more complicated to pronounce, but that's future me's problem. Um, 
Okay, so um? like apparently that's a port um, in Gieta. It has a pretty good description here. I I need to translate it, but uh, this place might be worth it if we want to try and teleport there. Is it describes the ocean, it describes the beach, it describes the port and some houses there. I I don't know if there doesn't seem to be any like really significant landmarks like you know there's a dragon carved into the the chalk or anything, but this might be good enough. Um, uh, this this might be as good as we get out of here. We can try running it by some of the mages and see if they uh, think it's sufficient or not. Okay, okay, we can we can try it. Um, okay, we might have a start at least. A start. Whew. Okay, um, I'm. I'm going to try and figure out if I can find out the names of any other books that maybe this guy wrote that maybe has more in the text. Maybe that can help with figuring some things out about how things work. I I have an idea and it's not a good one. I might be able to get some have you heard of the Library of Agma? I've heard of Agma. From what I understand, apparently I'm... Or rather, Agma is inclined towards me. Was, I suppose. Is. Was. Was. I guess. The temple that was in... So... The, uh, underground I, when I... Well, besides the point. Yeah. There's rumors in Kino that Agma has a library and it has all this information in it, like pretty much any book ever written. But I I didn't even know how to get there when I was there. It's one of those things that's kept super secret. Do we know what it looks like? Uh, apparently there are some obelisks and dunes of sand. That's... All I've really got, I'd have to speak to someone else. Um, at this point, the librarian comes across and she says, The Library of Ogma, you say? I might know someone who could have been there potentially at some point. I can investigate this if you think it's that important. It's a favour I'd rather not call in, though. Is it worth doing that, do you think? Knowledge is half the battle. And right now we need all the knowledge we can get, so... Perhaps Ogma left something there that can be of use to us in his, uh, absence. If I call in this favour, I'd very much like to go there. It's the librarian's library, after all. I'd love a chance to see it. I'm not opposed to it, as long as there are no dangers. I just ask that you make sure that you come back with us then. I don't want to be felt I don't want to feel responsible for somebody staying behind in a mythical library that somehow vanishes again. I don't know exactly how it works. I know some people can visit and others can't. Some can remove books and return them, and yet you can't go again. It's a little odd. I'll reach out to him. And if it's in Kino, then we're not touching that. I don't believe he went to Kino, 
I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have. I'll send him a message and see what happens. Where can I find you? Where are you staying? Probably best to get hold of us by talking to Tremple over at uh, the Witches Society. Oh, the Witches Society, of course. What an interesting chap. Interesting's one way to describe him, sure. I'll just get a message to Tremple. Not a problem. I don't know how long the message will take to reach him. That's the only thing. Expedience is key here. Oh, arse. I guess I better find myself a cleric then. Is, th- is this a issue that can be resolved with money? Possibly. I need to find a cleric with sending. Mm, you know what? Let's see if I can flex a little bit of uh, the old touch here. Hang on one moment. Uh, Laughing's going to pull out uh, <laughs> a parchment and a quill and ink. And uh-huh. he's going to try to uh, write out a very official IOU from the Dathrodir family <laughs> for the services okay. of a message uh, or a sending spell to be paid uh, right. to the uh, cleric in possession of the scroll and see if uh, okay. dad could just pay for it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, so he's going to write up like a okay. official, official, well, I can't, I'm doing air quotes. I'm a fucking prince. I'm writing up an official document saying this person's going to do a sending spell for this person. And in exchange, they can uh, cash it in with the ears. Done. I don't know how much weight that will have here in the dawn. Money is money. Doesn't matter who it comes from. I'll try. I will try. On that note, get out my library. Very fair. Have a good evening. I left a call in my favour. Oh dear, this won't end very well. Um, they kind of like chase you out of the uh, out of the library and lock up. Um, they they take uh, they they take off in the direction actually of the Witcher Society. Um, and oh, that's no. kind of. The direction they they go off into. Are we doing um, one of those awkward things? It's like, all right, see you later, and then like you both start walking in the same direction, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, you're walking this way. D- um, what? No, 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 no. Um, going that that will you know what? We'll go the scenic route. Um, it's a lovely evening. Have a good night. It starts going off in like <laughs> different direction with Kathy. It's like that was awkward. Yeah, it was a little awkward. All right. <clears throat> Uh, that was really weird. <laughs> Librarians tend to be a little peculiar, but that's okay. She look looks like a, a little like like f- fake out outraged at that. Like oh, how dare you? Um, <laughs> and she says. Um, so I was thinking about going back to Kino for a couple of days. Now that the we have people can go backwards and forwards. Um, I want to try and get some people that will meet Rowena. Make sure that she's okay. If you think that's safe, then I'm all for it. For whatever reason, I think Opella's okay with us. Me officially breaking the treaty being here and all, you know, because of Savaris's army. But I don't know how long that will last. <laughs> and I think I can do more good in Kino than I can here. But I'm only a teleport away now. It's not like, it's 
going to take 30 days to get there and 30 days back. I, it's not so bad. It's very handy magic. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, I don't know, a little stunned, I guess, that amongst all the chaos, I managed to meet the book girl. And she just had people traveling with her that could do this. So I guess all the stars aligned. As long as you bring people you with you to protect you, I would be all right with it. But with how things are in Kino right now, I'm still concerned about who can be trusted and who can't. I know. Um, I know some good people still. Yeah, I just got to hope that they're still there. Um, uh, the book said that she met some nice people who helped her. I mean... I think that's what she said. She said a lot. Lafian, uh, what do you want to do after all this? I mean, provided the trial or whatever it is that you're going to go through leaves you you afterwards. Uh, that there even is a you. Well, I- if we make it through this. If we get through all of this, then we unite all peoples, we establish rules, trades, make sure that the world is not going to destroy itself after we've tried to protect it so hard, then live a happy life and make sure that future generations can do much the same. Does that we mean that you're going to be staying in this I don't want to get back into politics. I told you that I was going to be marrying someone over there for political, and I I don't want that life. Is that a problem for you? That depends on how against it you would be. Well, um... I don't want to be involved in that, but I know that you do. It's in your blood, like, literally. But I also know that you're going to be living for a few hundred years beyond me. I, I guess I'm just asking if you could just give me that time. I don't think that would be a problem. Barring my father and brother going missing or worse, I don't think that's an issue. Besides, I'm still young. I'd still like to see the world when it's not on fire. Me too. I'm just worried because things keep changing here. The world, any... (laughs) When those shadows attacked, your dad was really close to dying. Your mom saved him. I'm just worried. That's all. I just, I wanted to tell you before things got too far down a path I can't back out of. I will do what I can. I can't make any certainties or any promises with how things are. Okay. 
I guess we just hope it doesn't come up before I die, <laughs> right? Worst case scenario, I'll go bargain with death again. We're good. We're good friends now. We're on first name terms. It's <laughs> fine, I'm sure. Merkel and I, we we were hang, we were chilling. We were hanging out. It was fine. I'll I'll make a bargain. We'll get an extension, an IOU, or something. It's I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. I mean, I'm. I trust you. With everything going on, I'm going to be temporarily a sentinel. I'll be kind of Miracle's boss for like a little bit. Maybe I can finagle something in there. <laughs> Write up a quick contract. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good enough for me. I've bartered with death. I've argued with the dragon. We're about to save the world. I think we can figure something out. Thank you. I know it's not easy, but thank you. Nothing is easy. Nothing in this life is easy. Except dying. That part can apparently be very easy. Yeah. Don't do that either, okay? Because apparently you're needed to be a sentinel now, whatever that means. I couldn't tell you. Unless that means I die, in which case I kind of have to, but let's hope not. Uh, is this... I... Just get as much information as you can. Preferably try to get things written down so that I can read them through and, and maybe I can work with whatever is remaining of the Witcher Society to make sure that that is not a thing. Okay, I don't want... I don't want you all to die. Agreed. Okay. Um, so about that cooking, that point, <laughs> starts walking up. <laughs> okay, well, what you do. <laughs> Hello, and thank you for listening to the second episode of season two. I really, really liked this one personally, so I hope you did too. We want to remind everybody that we have a website, we have a bunch of fun uh, fan art on it, and as was mentioned in the last week's episode, we have uh, a new timeline where you can kind of see what happened before the start of the Lucky Die, and you can see what, like, the kind of breakdown of day-to-day -day events in the Lucky Die. It's really cool, and we put a lot of work into it. Um, and we also want to thank Jerry Gifford for being our most recent Patreon, so thank you so much, Jerry. And we also want to thank Holly for playing Common for us. It's it matters so much to have different voices and different people expressing them through self themselves through Tildy, and I really, really like it. Um, other than that, I don't think I have much more. Um, and if you stick around for a couple of more seconds, uh, me and V are actually going to talk about this podcast called Die Shame. So I'm going to let past me and past V take the take the reins. Do you want to listen to a cool new podcast set in Storm King's Thunder? Do I? Yes, you do. There is a podcast called Dice Shame. Shaming dices? That sounds like fun. Yes. Yes, it is. Go listen to Joe, her partner Harlan, his brother Alex, and their best friends Justin and Rob as they take on the daunting world of Faerun in this uh, epic, legendary module. Boy, thing. they have two friends? How lucky. <laughs> Unlike us. <laughs> anyway, um, Dice Shame is actually a really good podcast, as much as we're goofing off here. Um, yeah. they're, uh, they're just this 
podcast and they play games which you can listen to exactly the same way they play them at home so they just have a lot of fun with it they don't take themselves too seriously and they kind of take the rules a little seriously but not massively much so it's just a really good podcast when can we listen to them Aether? well i think they make an episode every week uh yeah thursday every thursday Yep. Thursday morning? Every th- Specifically, it says in this that they do it every Thursday morning. So if you want to set your watch by it every Thursday morning, you can find them almost literally everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, um, all the other good podcatchery places. Um, yeah. So if you're looking for a good actual play to listen to, uh, something to binge, um, go get them. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.